I'm former police chief Mark Spahn. Coming up next, a preview of our APB Behind the Badge audio podcast, featuring untold stories from cops across the nation. Beginning in 2024, we'll release an episode of APB Behind the Badge every month as part of our true crime series, APB Cold Case. Here's a look at Christmas in the Trenches from APB Behind the Badge. This episode includes content which may be disturbing to some listeners. Today we're bringing you a story about the ups and downs of police work. It's the story of two police officers on a holiday night from 1974 that included one of the best memories of their careers. But it was also a night of tragedy, a memory that haunts them to this day. This is APB Behind the Badge, taking you inside the real-life stories of police officers who have proudly served their communities. Here's your host, former police chief Mark Spahn. When I became a police officer back in 1983, one of my first supervisors was Lieutenant Larry Mullen. He was a trainer and mentor to several cops, especially those of us who came on the job in the early 1980s. Before he became a cop, Larry served with the military in the Army Security Agency, an intelligence branch connected with the NSA. And after leaving the Army, he joined the Fulton Police Department in upstate New York, where he served from 1966 to 1986. During his career, Larry saw a lot of action on the streets. But one of the most memorable nights of his career was Christmas 1974. Now living in Florida, Larry shares an incredible story of both tragedy and triumph on that Christmas patrol from almost a half century ago. My shift started at uh, 10.30 p.m. on Christmas Eve, the 24th. As soon as we reported to work, the first news we received is that uh, Trooper Larry Wood had been struck by a drunk driver while he was investigating a separate drunk driving accident. Larry Wood was a trooper with the New York State Police. He'd been a trooper for several years and was well-liked by his colleagues. The injuries he sustained that night would be life-changing. Larry, as a result of that accident, had never served another day with the state police. I think it was severe brain injuries. A newspaper report from 1974 said that Trooper Wood suffered a fractured skull and broken ribs when he was struck by the DWI driver. But the police officers who were just starting their night patrol couldn't stop to think about their friend. That would have to wait. They were now on duty for the next eight hours. And that was just the beginning of the shift for Officer Larry Mullen and his sergeant, Arlen Klein. And things were about to go from bad to worse. I believe I had been on duty for about an hour or so, patrolling the west side of uh, the city, when I received a radio call that there had been a bad accident out on Route 3. I went to the scene. It seems to me I was fairly close to that area when when I got the call, and so I got there pretty fast, and uh, I came upon a car. Actually, it turned out to be just over the city line into the town of Granby. The first thing I saw was this vehicle that was utterly demolished, and there was a small burning-out kind of fire. There was a lot of smoke, but most of the fire had gone out. exited the police car and ran up to the car, and I could see that there were remnants of five indistinguishable kind of human beings that were just uh, almost uh, emoliated. Uh, They were just charred black. And uh, I also remember that there were Christmas gifts 
strewn all about the place. The driver of the other car, he was injured. I believe he had a, he had a, a broken leg. But he was drunk. His car had crossed over the center line and struck the vehicle head-on. In a small town, it's not unusual that cops will answer calls involving people they know. Officer Mullen would later learn that he actually knew the victim who was driving the car hit by the drunk driver. The driver, uh, God love her, she had been a friend of mine. I knew her. It was her and her three small children. And then there was an older man with her. I'm not clear if it was her grandfather or if it was just a friend of the family. But the five of them apparently had been on the way to her house, probably to open those Christmas gifts. Troopers arrived, and the sheriff's department, I believe, also came. And, of course, uh, Menor's ambulance responded. I believe the fire department was there. It was was a very active, very busy scene. Uh, Myself and my sergeant at the time, Arlen Klein, we... we, uh, We set up flares, I believe, and somewhat secured the scene until uh, other law enforcement arrived. The deceased victims were a 27-year-old mother, her young children ages 4, 5, and 7, and another passenger in her car who was 63 years old. The driver of the other car was charged with drunk driving. He was 20 years old. And while the crash scene was still under investigation, Officer Mullen and Sergeant Klein were diverted to yet another urgent call. Arlen and I received a radio call to drop what we were doing. We had to get over on South 2nd Street that the lady there uh, was about to give birth and her husband had no means of transportation. So uh, we headed off in that direction. When we arrived at the house, it would be the home of a Mrs. Doris Clark. Her husband met us at the door, and of course in a very excited state, and he said that uh, his wife was about to give birth and that he believed was supposed to be twins. Doris, we then looked in and saw Doris laying on the couch right next to the Christmas tree, I remember well, and she was saying that the baby was about to come out. Sergeant Arlen Klein, who served with Fulton PD from 1962 to 1984, remembers the delivery of the Christmas twins. She was the labor going to have a baby, and needless to say, they couldn't get an ambulance because the ambulances were all tied up out there at the scene of that accident we had just left. I just took off my jacket and settled in, you know. The baby was born. Uh, The first one that was born, it had a cord wrapped around its neck, and I had taken, got it straightened out and everything. Arlen Klein crouched in front of her, and uh, delivered the baby almost immediately. There, there really was, <laughs> there was no time to spare on that. Delivered the baby immediately. Arlen was a very calm and cool, collected kind of a guy, and he immediately noticed that when the baby came out, that the umbilical cord was wrapped around the baby's neck like a noose. And he just very, very calmly just unwrapped it. I asked Sergeant Klein if he was concerned about the umbilical cord being wrapped around the baby's neck. He was confident about his abilities, and he told me why. I'll tell you, I was blessed when I went on the Fulton Police Department. I was one of the first officers of the Fulton Police Department to ever go to a police academy. And it was one of the best schools I ever went to, believe me. 
they really put on a good one. And, of course, within that school, there was uh, a lot about delivering a baby. It was more or less a, a rewrite of what I learned in the school. The first baby had been successfully delivered with the help of Sergeant Klein, but another baby was still on the way. Here's Larry Mullen. And then Doris said that the next baby was coming. So I then crouched down in front of uh, Doris and received the second baby. We took each baby and, and placed it under her arms, both her arms. She held them. We were going to transport. We, we were trying to figure out a way to transport her and the babies to the hospital. But eventually we did get them to the hospital and uh, where the doctors congratulated us, patted us on the back. You did a great job. Larry Mullen said that the experiences of that night, from the tragedies to the triumphs, continue to resonate for him and Arlen Klein. To this day, in fact, I spoke with Arlen just the other day. We, uh, we keep in contact with each other uh, quite often. We'll call each other and chat. And I was talking about this incident, and he said, you know, he said, I don't like to even think about what those bodies were like. He said, and so I put them out of my mind, except once a year, they come back. Christmas every year will remind them. And I said, that is exactly the way I feel. The, the bodies, the, the, the scene was the worst thing I had ever seen in my life. Arlen agrees, the worst thing he had ever seen as well. It, it, it's a scene that you kind of like to erase, but there it is. It does come back to you. A sickening, sickening sight. Uh, the bodies burning, and I still remember seeing the Christmas presents Around this time of year, many of us look back at special memories of past holidays and celebrations spent with family and friends. But for the officers who worked in Fulton, New York on Christmas Eve 1974, it's the one time of year they allow themselves to remember. The career of a beloved state trooper ended that night when he sustained a traumatic brain injury, and the family tragically killed in a senseless car crash. But if there was any ray of light that night, it came from the maternity call, where Arlen Klein and Larry Mullen delivered twins into the world. The babies being healthy and, and, and us doing our job uh, to the best of our ability, I think that relieved uh, some of the memory of what had happened to, to poor Leslie and her, and her family. I can go from feeling pretty happy to feeling pretty sad in, in a very short period of time. Cops everywhere handle calls like these every day. They're eyewitnesses to the unfiltered side of humanity. They witness death, and they see people during the worst times of their lives. And sometimes, they get to be part of something truly miraculous. Thanks to my former Lieutenant Larry Mullen and Captain Arlen Klein for sharing their story. Send your comments to APB Behind the Badge at spawngroup.com. APB Behind the Badge is an original Spawn Group production.